go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi, I'm Hannah Brown and welcome to Better Tomorrow. My absolute favorite thing to do is have a heart-to-heart talk with my new friends and my best friends, where we sit down and talk about all the things like relationships and love, faith, and self-care. And of course, the little things as well, like the struggle to figure out what to eat tonight. All in all, I really want to ask, how am I better today than yesterday and bring artists, entrepreneurs, and friends along on the journey? So join me on the journey, will you? Hello, everyone. How are we doing today? I hope it's a great day. If not, it's okay. Thanks for coming back to listen to another episode of Better Tomorrow. Um, you know, I woke up this morning, really, to be honest, like, uh, being like, ugh, I, I don't know. I want to wake up and be happy, you know, and just be like, I want to feel like Snow White when she wakes up and like there's birds singing around her, but that is just not me. And I was a little upset about that, but I was proud of myself because I was still like, oh my gosh, I hate being up right now. I don't like this, but I still went into another room, um, like our kind of where I'll uh, have my podcast when I do them virtually in that room. There's like a, a couch and I sat down in there because like Adam was already doing his thing. And I think when I go into the main living areas, I can get really distracted and decide not to do any self-work and I'll just stay in a shitty mood all day. So I went into this other other room and I started to journal about exactly how I felt, which was all kind of pretty pessimistic and shitty, but that's okay. I did that. And then (laughs) I was like, Lord, help me. (laughs) So I read a little bit of a devotion and the devotion was kind of about, um, when you're in seasons of uh, like angst or feeling like you have like a lot of problems like to try to re like re what's the word I'm trying to say reposition that's not the right word but we're just gonna go with reposition reposition the way that we're thinking about the troubles into like oh this is something that 
is teaching me teaching me something and think of it almost as a blessing. Y'all, that's all great. <laughs> that's all great and all, but man, sometimes that's just hard to do. But I was really trying to do it today, so I did. I, I did it. I wrote down all this, the crappy things, and then I was. I really did feel like, okay, this is how I feel. I'm going to feel this, but how do I want to feel? And I wrote, I wanted to feel uplifted, inspired, and grateful. So then I went back to the Bible and started reading, and it really did help. It really did help to just get some words in that were not what was in my own brain that just gave me a little bit of life back. Okay. So that's how I started off my day. And then from that, I was like, okay, what are more action steps I can do to build on to this? So um, I've had an excuse not to do the cold plunge since it's got colder because our, um, what is it called? Like the, the machine broke, basically. I mean, the chiller. The chiller wasn't working, so I just hadn't had to do it. But the chiller <laughs> works again, <laughs> unfortunately. And I've been trying to do it sometimes, but I still hate it. But normally it's because Adam, like, is doing it, and then I feel bad. And so I, I do it because he's not making me, but I feel like I should. But I did it all on my own, even though I was like really pushing it close for time for going to the gym. But I'm like, this is me taking action steps to feel better because I always feel better afterwards. And even when I got to the cold plunge, I literally had my bathing suit was taking off my robe about to jump in. It's only it's literally only three minutes. And I went and put the robe back on and started walking back out of the garage being like, nah, this ain't it today. And then I was like, Hannah, stop being a little bitch and go Go get in the cold plunge. You already have the swimsuit on. You're already out here. And guess what, y'all? I did it. I got in. I don't put my my fingers in right now, and I don't put my toes in. So I just, like, do this thing where my hands are just out of the water, and I just, like, lift my feet up. So I'm kind of getting a workout at the same time, whatever. But I've done that, and I, I was proud of myself. It was great. I drank, I drank my... AG1 took all my supplements and I'm like crushed in today. Went and worked out and my toes, I, I still don't understand this, why my toes and fingers were so numb I could barely do my workout because I didn't even put them in the water. So annoying. Like literally couldn't do lunges because I'm like, my toes feel like they're about to crunch and fall off. Got better. Whatever. But I did all the things. Okay. So um, still trying to reprogram my brain that it's a great day, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're here. I couldn't even be bothered to get ready for this today because that didn't bring me any joy. Um, so we're, we just put a baseball, what are these called? Trucker hats on. I like a trucker hat better than a baseball hat. I don't know. They're just, they're just cooler and nicer. They don't squeeze your head and you don't have a bat of hat hair. My parents were in town this weekend, and I love my parents so much. We had the best time. My dad, we celebrated my dad's birthday. 
Um, but it's a lot when they come, especially when they bring two big golden retrievers that shed pounds of hair every day. I mean, that's why we have a hypoallergenic dog. You don't have to deal with all that. That was a lot, but it was so fun. Celebrating my dad's birthday, went to Cane Prime. That's a great steakhouse here in Nashville. If you um, are ever in town, want a good steakhouse. We had a really great meal. And then we went to see Old Dominion. My dad and my mom, big country music fans, and he just loved it, especially because we had like VIP treatment. He just, he loves that that type of energy around him. He really leans into it. He he would love to be uh, doted on all the time. So he just, it was just a really fun time. And it was so fun to see him so excited to be there and be with with me. And um, it was overall really fun until when your parents are at home with you, you know, they're always asking like, how to turn the TV on? How do you make the coffee? How do you do this? My mom's trying to actively help, but I'm trying to run out the door because I still had other commitments that I had to do while they were there. And, you know, just what am I doing? I'm trying to uh, blame them for me being late this week and certain things, but actually I'm just always late to everything. Let's get on to the actual conversation that we're going to have today. I interviewed Davis Burleson. Um, and if for you, for y'all that don't know who Davis is, it's because you're not, you're not in Gen Z. You're, you're like me and kind of a little lame. And so it's okay. It's okay. Because I interviewed Davis and I realized just how lame I was, but he's so easy to talk to and really just, I guess, uh, I don't know. He made me feel like it was okay. And he at least amused me and tried to help me out a little bit. But uh, Davis is a host of the Sirius XM Tip Talk radio show and has landed some of like these really top notch hosting roles for the Grammys, AMAs, Oscars, all the things. But he all got his start on his wildly successful TikTok show, What's Poppin' with Davis. Um, if you have not watched his interviews, like we talk about this in, in the conversation, but he just goes up to strangers and asks them these like just off the wall questions. And he always just gets these really great little interviews with these, these strangers in Washington park. Um, but that's really how he blew up and became like a leading voice for Gen Z. And he's just the sweetest, best guy. And it was a really fun conversation. So I think you guys will love it. It'll help us all out to be more with the times. So just like, listen to what Davis has to say and try to start using those words. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. So slay y'all. Davis, it's so nice to have you. I am such a fan of you and I can't wait for people who are listening to Better Tomorrow. Hi guys. Uh, to learn more about you as well. Okay. So you're from Texas originally. Yes. What was that like for you? Growing up in Texas, when people ask me what that's like, because people are always like, oof, like that must have yeah. sucked, you know? <laughs> Honestly, I lived in like a like a you know big bubble and that's kind of all I knew and growing up I actually really loved it and like I knew that one day I wouldn't live there for forever but like my childhood and like my my middle school and high school years like were like I think back and I think of happy times okay good um 
although like also in high, in high school though when I started to realize um, more about my sexuality and who I am and who I want to be those were some difficult years for sure of like trying to figure out who Davis is um, but also I think I just had this mindset of like I know this isn't gonna last for forever I'm getting out of here so I'm just gonna like live my life in the closet whatever and and then once I leave high school I'll come out I'll move to New York I'll move to LA and do my own thing so I was, I was very like content with the fact that I'm going to get out of here and this is not going to last for forever so you didn't come out I did not high, until like after high school I came out the day that school got canceled because of COVID I was a senior in high school they announced in like April 14th or something 2020 they were like you're not going in for senior year. School is done forever. Like you're, you're never going to go back to high school. And that day I came out, I was like, bye. I never have to see any of you again. Why did you wait? I waited because I think I was just, I, I, if I were to have come out in high school, I, everyone always knew that I was gay. Cause I never hid who I was. Yeah. And so I always like, I was always flamboyant. Like I did the announcements every morning. I was like, kind of just a very flamboyant person and I knew that about myself and I knew that people knew but I didn't want to be like tokened as like the gay boy in high at, at my school because I would have been the only gay person the only out person because this is it was like, you're definitely weren't the only gay person <gasps> oh honey I mean. <laughs> honey I already know that <laughs> I definitely was not yeah because I had a, you know we had experiences but yes. um uh yeah so I didn't want to be like tokened as that and so I just wanted to wait but also I was just really scared and I felt like the fact that I didn't have to go back to school anymore. I was just like, okay, this is the time. Yeah, that makes me so sad to hear that, like, that you were scared. Because I feel like we have progressed so much, but then there's still that fear of, like, what people are going to think and people not being accepting. It's really sad to hear from me. It makes my heart hurt. Mm -hmm. But what about your family? Did you feel, were you scared to tell your family Did you think they would accept you? I always knew, like I said before, with my friends and everyone, everyone kind of just knew. I could yeah. just get the energy that people knew because no one would ask. They wouldn't like, ask. No one would No one would touch on like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? Like whatever, like dating and all that kind of stuff was off limits in terms of like conversations with me. So that was, and so when I was telling my family, I knew that they would be supportive. I knew that they would understand. Of course, there was like, you know, long talks and like, some people were shocked and I was like oh wow okay I didn't surprise but everyone has been so supportive so nice and I could not have asked I'm so, very lucky I'm very much in a minority in that situation so I'm very blessed that my family has been so supportive um yeah it was it was it was it was great what did it feel like like did you feel a weight lifted off of you just being able to like say it out loud or like you said you kind of knew everybody probably thought maybe you were gay and so it was just like okay I just need to like say it so that now everybody can talk about it so how did that actually like feel inside in the moment when I first initially like said it and I was telling everyone in that whole week of like the announcement I guess I hated the attention and everyone's like oh my god you must feel amazing I'm like really I, I actually don't like I just feel like everyone's looking at me everyone's like I'm like the talk of the town because I literally cannot think of anyone else that has like like openly come out in our like area right like mm -hmm. I don't think I, I really I don't I can't think of anybody so I was like one of the first few so it was very like shocking to a lot of people um, because we're we're from like a little small area okay, in Houston. Small town. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well I'm from Houston, but like a small area in yes. Houston. That's very much like a bubble. Um, well, I don't even know where I was going. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then, um, 
I was like feeling very um, like overwhelmed. I didn't love the attention on me, but like as time progressed, I mean, it has been the biggest weight lifted off my shoulders. I have come uh, fully into myself and like, I don't feel like I'm hiding anything. And um, it's very interesting. I've noticed so much how like my interests have like, shifted in a way because whenever I was in the closet I would like close the door in my bedroom and like listen to Ariana Grande like privately and no one else could know that I listened to Ariana Grande I would like hide that because I didn't want anyone mother. to know mother oh there you go she's mother there you go <laughs> exactly yes. uh, or I would, like hide like I would like secretly watch like RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever but now I'm just so like good. so oh. good and so now I'm kind of like because I am openly gay and proud I can like watch that in pu- in public. I don't get. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Um, and like Ariana Grande is like streaming. You know, I'll play on the on the speakers through through the rooftops. Yes. You know, so it's different. Did you feel like you had like a happy childhood? Now that now that you're fully feel like you can be yourself, do you look back and you're like, oh, this is how like happy and joy actually feels? Like, does that make sense? Because it's like you weren't able to be fully yourself. Still doesn't mean like you still. In- I hope experience joy, but have you seen a difference since coming out? I've definitely seen a difference, but I, I like I said before, like I very much had a, like I very much am very fond of my childhood, and yeah. I had a like a great childhood. And also, I, what I what I really um, think is different from my situation is I never really tried to not be gay. I just never talked about it. Okay. So I was always like a like I would always dance and perform for my parents, but like. I, we like we which is never a topic Talk of about being the like sexuality the sexuality of part yes. of it. It was like, oh no, he's just like a very flamboyant person. Like, so I find this so interesting because I had, I mean, I went to acting class like three times, but um, my coach had a son who, like, they never talked about sexuality, but he was just so himself, and he wanted the pink shoes, and he liked to dance, and he did that, and it like. You said you were, like, always like that from a young age. Like, that can't be – that's just who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think some people who are still, like – I don't know, that just don't quite understand and haven't just, like, expanded their mind and don't understand, like, not everybody feels the same way and that we're all different and unique. I think need to hear that, that, like, you have always – you've always been this way. Mm -hmm. And now you get to, like – live and be free and open so I just I think it's really cool that you were you've been able to have that experience and it makes me sad that some people still have not yet got to experience that or didn't fully feel in their life from their family that they could step into their actual passions right I stalked your TikTok and I thought this was so funny that you did this old TikTok about your senior superlatives and how you got most likely to be an influencer, should have a reality TV show, most fashionable. And like, you're kind of just like living and thriving and like doing all those things in some way. Every, they were right. How funny is that? Isn't that wild? Yeah, I got four senior superlatives, which made four. Oh, four. No Isn't that wild? And they've all kind of come true. true. I mean, it was like... It's, it's manifesting at its finest. But, yeah, I got um, most likely to be a reality TV star. Um, I'm not on reality TV. But, but like, you know, happening. similar, pa- similar yeah. path. Yes. Um, it's media. I do media. Um, and then I got most likely to be an influencer. Here we are. And then uh, most fashionable. I love fashion. Slay. Thank you. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I got biggest Starbucks addict. Is that true? So true. And I was still? the kid still. After, like there's a plethora of different coffee shops and, and you're still and people always fan. say that they're like why like why don't you go anywhere else especially because I live in New York mm-hmm. people are like why don't you go to anywhere else and I do go of course I go to other coffee shops but I don't even go to Starbucks for the coffee I go for that feeling what's the feeling at Starbucks <laughs> it's just like you know I, I go in there and it just reminds me of like all these moments of my life because I've been going there since I was a little kid like I just like and I, and I had a drive through that was right next to me growing up and when I first got my license I would go there every single day and then they ended up giving me free Starbucks every time I would go because I was I went that frequently do you still get free Starbucks we should be working on that. I came back after, when I came back to Texas after being in New York for a long time, I came back and they're like, we missed you. No free Starbucks though. What? I know. I wish. I wish. Today is about looking for new ways to better ourselves. But sometimes that means looking in a totally different place or even a different state. In South Dakota, travel is transformative. It's good for the soul. It's the kind of place to just let go to escape from routine and predictability of life to put down the phone and pick up a sense of adventure and to see the world a little bit differently as in not through our screen life in South Dakota is about unplugging from it all and connecting with the world around you it's about being open to real surprises and treating your senses to a real raw natural beauty that doesn't need a filter whether you're exploring the mountains and trees of the Black Hills hiking through the Badlands navigating the wild towns or camping under the stars South Dakota is the place to get a little lost and find yourself along the way see why there's so much South Dakota so little time at travelsouthdakota.com There have been many times in my life where I really thought I could trust my gut, but I definitely shouldn't have. Definitely with a lot of those exes in the past, um, when it comes to that low fuel flashing light on my car, I just always think that it's not really serious. Trust me, it is. I've been on the side of the road way too many times. Probiotics can't help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. Ritual has made a three-in-one supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. All in one minty capsule and no refrigeration needed. I love my Symbiotic Plus. I take it every day. It is it's great because it's got all the biotics in it um, for my probiotic. I feel like it's just really helping my gut in all the ways. And actually, Ritual even invested in a study modeling the human colon, which showed that Symbiotic Plus significantly increased the microbial diversity and the growth of beneficial bacteria. We love that. We love when the thing's actually doing the work that we need it to for our gut. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash Hannah B. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash Hannah B for 25% off. Although I'm not there yet myself, I know a lot of you listening have children and want to set up your child for success. So IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. There's one site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. 
IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the US. Oh my gosh, I wish I would have had IXL when I was going through school because I really needed that extra help just to like get things implemented into my brain so that I could really know what I was learning and not just be like, I don't know, I had a good memory, but I don't think I actually learned something, but that's really through repetition. And I feel like IXL is wonderful for that. I think this is such a wonderful product for anybody who's like just struggling with a topic or just trying to get ahead, study for a test. It really can help in so many ways. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And Better Tomorrow with Hannah Brown listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash Visit IXL.com slash Hannah B to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. I wanted to ask you why you decided New York. When did you move? Why did you want to be in New York City? So when I was in high school, I always knew I wanted to either go to – in high school, I was like, I'm going to L.A. Yeah. That is my destiny. That is what I'm doing. So I toured, like, all the colleges here in L.A., like USC, UCLA, LMU, and I was, like, dead set on it. And then my junior year of high school, one of my friends was doing a summer camp at Parsons in New York. And she was like, come with. Like, it'll be so fun. You get, like, college credit. And I'm like, okay. Like, I do not want to go to – like, I don't want to live in New York. But, like, I'll go for two weeks to do summer school there or whatever. And so I went. I fell in love. I was like, I'm going to Parsons. I'm not going to L.A. anymore. And so I – Wait, what won you over from L.A.? Because I was – I mean, I lived here. I I love L.A. Um, I just wanted to be closer to home. And Nashville's awesome. But I was always that. I was like, L.A. never could see myself living in New York but I've never lived there. So like, what, what was it like? I think it's just that like fast paced energy. It just is so much. Everybody's on matcha. Everyone's on, Everyone's on coffee. Oh my God. You, yeah. Like you're crazy <laughs> if you don't drink coffee and you, you have to like to keep up, to you keep have up. to also like the, just the energy itself is just like a, um, you know, like, uh, uh it will keep you caffeinated in yeah. general, <laughs> like, because there's so much going on. You have to like, you have to be aware of everything. So I think that won me over. And also just everyone is so unique and independent. Mm-hmm. And I've always been ex- incredibly independent. And I think I really loved that about New York as it's kind of like in a, in a sad, but beautiful way. It's very much every man for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have always been that way. Like I've always like tried to like live my life for me and like been, you know, I've, I've had some things where I've had to be independent for myself. And so um, I think the fact that like New York, I saw that about everybody and I was like, this is where I need to be. When you moved to New York, is that when you were a DoorDash driver or had that already started? Because I'm, I have talked about how I kind of want to just do DoorDash for fun. Because I think it would be fun, but you tell me you've had the experience. I miss being a DoorDash driver so much. I think it, it would was be so fun. It was real life Pokemon Go. Like <laughs> it was so much fun. I did this during COVID, so like okay. right as we got canceled for COVID. This was March, and I wasn't moving to New York until August. So, and I didn't have school. High school was canceled. I had nothing to do. And did that, you ever think, oh, I'm not going to be able to move to that, New York in August? That was scary. Yeah, oh we were like, I, we we had no idea what was happening. So I downloaded TikTok and started making videos, and I was a DoorDash driver. That all happened at the same time. All at the same time, yeah. So tell me, like, what was what was a day in the life of Davis during COVID? being um having two jobs DoorDash and mm-hmm. then like making this 
I mean, huge TikTok following. Or you started off with your your own before, yes, obviously. Yes, yes. What's popping, which we'll get to. Um. So yeah, I always say like I am so grateful for that time that I got because mm-hmm. I know COVID was such it was such a horrible time for everyone. Mm-hmm. But it was really the catapult to my career because I had nothing to do. Like I said, I was it was like the perfect timing. Yeah. It was like just meant to be. So everyone was like TikTok at the time was really booming. Everyone mm-hmm. was become over overnight sensations, and I was like, I really want to do this because I had always wanted to be a YouTuber. Like that was my dream. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, if TikTok is a new thing, let's do it. So I would like wake up every morning and I would write out my agenda. I would do. I was posting five videos a day were you like searching like what the trend is okay we're mm-hmm. gonna have to do these mm-hmm. what times like you knew all that everything I okay. was invested and my friend Allie who's right over there she was my sidekick for every single day we would like see each other because we she were neighbors like your manager? she's kind of like my manager it's like she was like <laughs> you gotta make sure you like post today like she was really on me I love that and I was like doing it every <laughs> single day I started it in, in March and then I, I think I got 10k in August like right when I moved to New York like I was and it was just a very much like I was just trying trying what? every Did you ever think like, okay, I cannot do this. Like, this is just exhausting. Because I feel like making TikToks is exhausting sometimes. But I feel like I had a little bit more freedom when I first started. And then I stopped. I like was on and then I just stopped doing it. Now I'm like trying to get back into it. But it then you start getting people watching it and you're like, oh, okay, now I have to like really take this seriously. But at first it was just fun for me. Mm -hmm. But it seems like you... You had a plan from the beginning. I did have a plan from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was never really fun in games, Hannah. No. I, I was like, no, I want to make this a career. I don't know. I was just like, I just saw something. As, and I really enjoy making videos. I've always like been like an on-internet person. Okay. So I was like, this is just what I want to do. And I remember my first viral video ever. I, I didn't have any followers, but my video went viral. Okay. And I like went and I showed my dad. And dad, I went viral. I have 100,000 views. And he goes, oh my God, that's awesome. When do you start making money that's the first thing he said to me and I was like uh uh I don't think you can start making money until you have like 10,000 followers but that'll never happen I remember that quote so well and I knew in my head that it was gonna happen but I was like being like insecure like I'm not that's never gonna happen to me and then it did obviously you felt like a little different because you didn't know anybody that was like you Mm -hmm. but did you just feel like special like you you were destined for something different than what everybody else was doing around you I knew that I wanted to be on camera and yeah. like perform and like okay. entertain. I've always like I've always like loved to make people laugh. That is like what I've done since I was very little. And so I always knew that that in some capacity like that was something that I was going to do. And one of the ways that I was kind of covering up because I was obviously whenever you it's kind of embarrassing to be like, oh yeah, I want to be famous or I want to do an, be an yeah. actor. Or, I want to do this. So because my, so many people don't make it and you don't want to fail. And if you say that, people are like, yeah, right. Like, like that's ever going to happen. So my way of watch like, me. W- <laughs> watch me under my breath. But my way of like getting into all of this was by doing photography. I was a photographer. Oh. Um, I was like the photography editor of my yearbook. And um, I went to school at Parsons for photography but deep and I was like I want to be a photographer but deep down I wanted to be the one having photos taken like, of me no I'm just learning my angles and my lighting right now <laughs> I, I learned all about lighting <laughs> you're like no I'm just making sure I can have like the best video quality for me to do mm-hmm. my thing yeah. that was smart yeah I always kind of knew I was like I, I'm gonna do photography but that's not gonna be my end goal like I want to do something more like entertain and entertainment but like this is my stepping stone do you still like 
like to take photos of, I mean, of yourself, duh, but like of other I do. I really enjoy taking photos and it's like, uh, uh, like my Instagram stories, like the, the photos are great, you know, because uh, I, I yeah. know my angles. You know, <laughs> I, I, I went to college for this stuff, you know. I think that really helps. And do you feel like that helps? Do you edit all your videos? Yes. Yes. Because for me, it takes me like eight hours to freaking edit anything. But when you like went to school for that, that mm-hmm. you you had it all mapped out. You're a mastermind. <laughs> we can talk about Taylor Swift later. Um, you seem very natural in front of a camera. Have you always been that way? No. No. I well, don't believe you. I mean, I've obviously I've I've been been on camera now for it's 2023, so mm-hmm. three years. I'm like, if I look back at the videos of myself, it's like honestly the cringiest. I mean, anyway, everyone would say that. Oh my gosh, the cringiest Any thing ever. Tw- 2020 videos on TikTok. I want. I mean, that's how we got here. I mean, for me, I was just like something I did for fun. I, I need those to burn. It's like when humans got phones for the first time. It's like <laughs> yeah. they don't even know what to do. Like when, when video was created, like we were like just, we were just like animals. Anything weird. Like, not okay. Yeah. But now I, I um not only just my on camera presence and who I am on camera, but also who I am as a person in my real life because of because I've been talking on camera so much and like um stating my opinions and like finding my sense of humor it's helped me gain so much confidence in my real life too by, by being on camera because I have learned so much about myself what I like what I don't like because I have I, you know like when this job you kind of have to have an opinion on everything yeah. or, like give hot takes or whatever and like be funny have a sense of humor and so I've really learned a lot about myself through all of this and so that's what I'm most grateful for I'm like I feel like like even just recently I'm like I am fully myself and and like being authentic and I'm I'm like really confident like being being who I am and like trusting my gut and stuff what are you 21 wow (laughs) I still I feel like I'm kind of in that season of life now and I'm 28 um opinions for me are hard because I I also am a Libra I don't know what are you no wonder I like you (laughs) I'm an Aries we are like 98% compatibility (laughs) my best friends are Aries um, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, Libra. All my all my best friends are Libras. It's crazy. we need y'all, and y'all need us. Yes, you know because Aries talk about themselves, and you guys listen. We do, and I. <laughs> that's literally what it is. That's you know. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's like the parody, but, like the funny like quote about it. <laughs> do you f- have you always been one of those people that felt really comfortable talking with strangers? Yes and no, because okay. also I wasn't as confident as I am now so I wouldn't feel comfortable talking to a bunch of people and actually for my show what's popping I I interview strangers in Washington Square Park and I run around mm-hmm. and uh talk to whoever is just walking and surprise them and, and say like before we talk about fashion relationships everything and I actually got hired for that show and when I was in the meeting they were like are you comfortable talking to strangers and I'm like Oh yeah, lying. I was like, I just really want this job, and then I I got the job, and I was like, first day working, I was like, uh, I was so scared to go up to people, but um, it took practice. Well, now and, you uh, do not look scared at all. I'm not. No, I'll go up to anyone, yeah. ask them something, uh, really off the wall, but that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. So when, how did you get this job? 
Because I thought maybe you started it yourself, but no, this is through some type of media yes, production. It's okay, through this company called Fallen Media. And basically, okay. I, when I moved to New York, I moved here in tw- August of 2020 for my freshman year of college. I had just started TikTok, and I had just went viral on my personal TikTok page, Davis Burleson. Because of that, Fallen Media reached out. They were like, we think you're funny. We want to have you in for a meeting. And I had no idea what it was. And I was just like, okay. Had you ever heard of Never heard of them. them. Okay. But – um. I, I was like, this is cool. This is, this shot. is, this is New York. Yeah. This is like, I got scouted. Yeah. Like, this is like how it happens. So I go in for the meeting. I wore these like khaki pants, a barber jacket. I'm on the phone with my dad before. He's like calming me down. He's like, just be yourself. That's why you're here. I'm like, that's good advice. That's right. You always got to take that. You always got to take advice from your parents. But um, they, we went to the meeting. They kind of pitched the idea of the show to me. They were like, we want to do this kind of like game show thing. And this is in the middle of COVID. And so I was, we were all wearing masks. They're like, we want to do this game show thing. I'm like on the streets of New York. Um, and we want you to host it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that sounds fun. And they were like, are you comfortable talking to strangers? And I was like, absolutely. And I was so lying. And then that was, that meeting was in November. We started in February. Um, and I really, we were starting the show from zero followers and I was really doing it because I was a broke college student. I had no money, like nothing. And so, um, yeah, were you, what were you doing? Did you have a job at that point? No, no. you're trying to, you're a freshman. I was doing like. TikTok, like yeah. trying to make I, my plan was like TikTok. That was yeah. the plan. So this was like my my breaking point. But I really didn't see it going anywhere. This the, my what's popping show because I, I had no idea what to expect, and I honestly didn't think I had faith in myself that I could mm-hmm. do it. And so I started the show. I was giving it my all, giving it my best, and then within a month I had a hundred thousand followers, and then within three months I had a million, and it surpassed my own personal page. And I was like, Wait, oh my it, God. within three months you had a million? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Was there like a certain um, video that went viral that like really made it or was there like I'm sure there's there's multiple it was, I'm sure there was like there was one that got that I asked this girl I couldn't even tell you what I asked oh I, oh I was like were you bullied in high school or something? Were, you, were you cool in high school I asked her mm-hmm. and she was like oh I was so bullied something 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 and it was just like a there well, the video wasn't even that funny it was just kind of like an authentic and true mm-hmm. conversation between two people and it got 26 million views I'll never forget that number because I was like oh my God, oh. and so that is kind of what set was like the the, the that's what like set it set off. it off, and then from there, kind of just continued to grow, and it was just a whole surprise and something that really changed the it, trajectory of my whole entire. It has life. changed your life. Mm-hmm. It is so cool to hear um, how like creators like you, like it's just you just persist, and then there's there's going to be something that pops off if you're being your authentic self, mm-hmm. have a good idea, and do you feel like um, having the support of the media, a company versus like, do you feel like that was really big for you? Or did that almost uh, give you more like insecurity doubt? Cause like, Oh my gosh, all these people are like counting on me to do this. I think it, I think because I had all these people counting on me that it added some form of pressure. Yeah. I had to do well and I had to, I had to show up for work. Mm-hmm. Like I had to do my job. Um, and so that having that, was was I think what drove me and um, wanted me to continue like um, working on this craft of like interviewing people. What is the proper way? Because if you look back at my initial interviews, I have a completely different style of the way that I talk to people now because I've learned um, all these skills of like what is the best way to talk to a stranger on the street. How do you do that? You know. Yeah. So I've learned a lot about that because I'm sure you got a lot of. Uh, rejection from people not wanting to talk to it a was 
every single person rejected me. Every single person. Really? Yeah. Like literally, it was. I was out I there, have. and I started in February. <laughs> it, uh, thank you. No, because I actually really like talking to strangers. <laughs> you're I like, hello, hi. I, I, I'm the person that like. When you're on the plane, do you talk to the person beside you? No. I do. I'm the... But let me tell you, it's so embarrassing, but I have made so many connections. You're you're probably flying first class now, are you? Sometimes. 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 I mean, same. Sometimes you just got to get like on a flight. Yeah. I'm telling you, talk to the people beside you. It doesn't have to be... Don't be the person that's talking to them like after takeoff. You're like... I'm talking like while we're still taxied, you get to know them. Then nobody wants to talk to you. I'm asleep. But that is where you can meet so many cool people and make connections. Um, so, yeah, I am a person that talks to people on planes, but only for a little bit. So I would think you would you would be. I am taking that advice. It's, it's a, it I has, love that. I mean, I've met two people the last two times that, like, are probably going to be really instrumental in, like, helping me move forward with some of the things that I want to do. That so is incredible. You've got to okay, do great it. Great advice. Yes. Um, okay. So you do you do get rejected, though. I not as much now. Now, what is okay, so what have you learned? Like is there like any tip you can give somebody when wanting to start a, up a conversation with a stranger? Oh, great. Um I f- if you want to start a conversation with a stranger, I would say, well, it's different from my show because I'm I'm always trying to get like a hook in the beginning, yeah. so I'm always asking like an out of pocket like question. But um, I think there is a way that you're doing it though yes. that makes people at least answer. So one thing that I do is I I do like a little, I do this like little small run thing. And that's yes. like my, my followers always like are talking about my little, like my little, like, I don't even know what it's called. My little like run. Little prance. My little like a little prance. prance. I, I, yeah. I run like a little deer. Yeah. And I do that on purpose just to kind of get them prepared for me to enter their space because I'm entering their personal space and they have no idea who I am, what I'm doing. And so I kind of do this little slow run up to them. That was a question because I'm like, are you, are, are you like making eye contact? Like I'm coming up to you. Are you like full on surprise? Every person that I interview is a complete surprise. I will not do it if it's if it's fake. The oh. only time that it, it's fake sometimes is speak if I do like um um an advertisement sometimes yeah. because it's very specific and yes. stuff. But everything else like organic content, so 100 percent real. So the prance is is <laughs> the prance is like the best way to do it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna just start prancing out to people and be like, hey. Will you hire me? <laughs> I just yeah, yeah. prance at prance at terminal A. You gotta go yeah. to the airport and start prancing to everyone. That's the way to do it. But my advice for somebody that is just ha- wanting to spark up a conversation with anyone, this would even do with flirting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like not on camera, you know, just like in general lifestyle stuff, would be to um, compliment first. Always a compliment. Okay. Um, and then have have something like prepared for yourself. So I always call this the bit. Anywhere that I go, any any event, any time I'm getting lunch with a friend, I always have something in my mind that I want to like talk about. Okay. And it's not really like something I like really prepare, but I kind of just like know going in. Go, like you got a good is, bit going. This is like what yeah. I want to say, or this is kind of be my story to tell. So when you like haven't seen a friend in a very long time, and they're like, "Oh my God, how are you?" Instead of saying, you can go three ways of of saying saying answering how are you you can say i'm good how are you 
so boring, so bland. Mm -hmm. It's not going to get you any farther in a conversation. The second is to give, um, oh, yeah, my summer has been good. I was traveling here, here, here. I did this. I did that. I did that. And then the third would be to narrow in on, like, one single thing that's, like, not even that important, but it's just kind of, like, funny, and it just sparks up a conversation. Oh, I'm good. Oh, my God. On the way here, like, this guy was next to me on the subway, and he was just, like, talking, 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 and then he had whatever, blah, 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 and you tell his whole story, and that's kind of just how I am. That's a good answer to that. Oh, I love that. I feel like for me, I'm thinking, I mean, I think I've used all those responses. Mm -hmm. When I say, I'm good. How are you? That means I don't want to talk to you. Totally. Or I don't want to get into it. Mm -hmm. Or you say that to a friend and then if somebody said that to me and I know them, I'm like, okay, actually what happened? Because you can hear it in the, how are you? I'm good. I mean, I'm good. How are you? You're like, what happened? But the story, I think when I'm coming in hot to somebody I know or I'm coming home like to my boyfriend he's like how's your day I'm like oh let me tell you about this story and it does it it makes it's also I think I like being dramatic and honey I'm the queen of drama like (laughs) I am the most dramatic person you'll ever meet I am I I will exaggerate my stories and my whole family does that too we all are so exaggerated and we love to call each other out because we'll all be well like my brother will be telling a story from like a family vacation I'll be like that was a lie and he's like stop (laughs) it's for the story makes it funny I'm like yeah okay I get I would do the same who comes up with the questions and or like I don't want to yeah your bits it's a bit yeah the bits my show I actually have an amazing uh a group of people that helped me with my questions for the show. But what's very interesting is uh, I obviously am very picky with what I ask. I was and like say, I, yeah. Sometimes I, I, most of the time I, I'll come prepare with my own too. This is no shade to them. And we've had this conversation. We always are like, and we're, our meet will have like creative meetings and mm-hmm. stuff where we'll discuss kind of what we'll do like once a month. And I'll kind of talk to them about what I'm interested in, like what I want, what I want to be talking about on mm-hmm. the show and whatever. But um, I've learned with like interviewing, when I have other people write my questions, it can be difficult because um, it's like, here's just a really small example, but like for my show, like one of the questions that somebody wrote the other day was like, what game did you love on the Nintendo Switch growing up? And I like read that question and I was like, I never played Play- that mm-hmm. growing up. So I can't really give anything to this conversation when I do ask that. So yes. it's like, there's all this, all this, whenever you're interviewing, it's like, what's your initial question? And then what's your follow up? Like, that's always like a very important mm-hmm. thing when I'm doing my interviews. It's like, I'm going to ask this, but then once they respond, once they respond, what is going to be my follow up to that? Yes. I'm always prepared on a follow up every time I ask a question. I was actually, I just, I interviewed Kelty Knight, who has been on TV for forever and yeah, like she's has great. interviewed everyone. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is some advice that you have for me? Like, doing this podcast and she's like well you're you're doing it but it's very important whenever you ask a question to have some type of like feedback to to relate that is really important when giving an interview and sometimes for me I'm like oh but then I'm making it about myself and it's like no that's that's showing a conversation it's showing a conversation yeah. totally I've, I've always been very scared of like don't talk about yourself too much because yeah. you're interviewing somebody else but when you do bring up yourself it makes it more of a conversation and it makes the other person want to give more. Yeah. Like because you're both being vulnerable. I saw you also have done like these backstage interviews at some of like the biggest music awards, Grammy Award Awards and the American Music Awards. And I saw this TikTok where you went as like I don't know how old you were, but you just looked like a little boy. And then now right? Yeah. There yeah, was yeah, like yeah, you yeah. went like as like a audience. Mm-hmm. I went to the American Music Awards when I was in seventh grade were um, you just like a big music fan or like pop I've, culture fan? i've always been so into pop culture okay. so my dad was so we were we were 
it was such a funny story. And long story short, we were in LA for a different reason. Okay. And I was like, Dad, the American Music Awards are, are tonight. Like, can we go? Can we go? And he's like, Yeah, let's go. And it was like our whole family was there, and, and we like looked at the tickets, and they were like so expensive. And yeah. he was like, He was like, Well, I was like, I'll buy a ticket for you if you want to go alone. And I was like, I'll go. So I went to the American Music Awards by myself in seventh grade. <laughs> see, see, that's why when you're like, I'm, I'm not comfortable with strangers. Like most people would not do that. You do have like this level of, I guess, confidence or just maybe it was just you were always like, I'm gonna, like you were just always yourself. Yeah. But that I, I don't think I could have gone by myself <laughs> always, to the American I always, Music Awards. I, I, I always have a fun time with myself. Like I am my own <laughs> best friend. Like literally. <laughs> like, like I'm pretty great. <laughs> no, not in that way. But I just like I, I can have a good time. I can have fun anywhere. Like, no, I love that. So the American Music Awards was really, really a great time. And then when I got invited to go uh, last year, it was just such a full circle moment and so, so, so cool. Um, And then the Grammys, that was awesome. I did the backstage like pre-show and I did like a tour of everything. That was so sick. Uh, I mean, I I think I also like had where I was like "Mm," just some girl from Alabama and then like a year later like – got to do all these crazy things do you sometimes like is this my real life like yeah. do you have those moments of like I can't not believe this is happening but in the back of your mind you're like I always knew this is kind of going to happen but like it's happening and it happens so fast and how do you stay like grounded with that that's definitely something that I'm how do I stay grounded that's always something that I'm like always trying to battle mm-hmm. and like trying to work I'm always like working on myself and always trying to better myself and so I'm always like I cannot believe that I got here uh, this is crazy, but also, like you said, I'm like, I knew, like, I yeah. wanted to do something along these lines. Did I expect it to be this journey? Not at all. Did I expect it to be when I was like 21? No, yeah. not at all. So it's been definitely interesting navigating it all. And I'm like, I've been working on myself and trying to keep myself grounded. So one thing that I do is I make sure to go home all the time and see my family. I go home probably once every two months and see them good yeah and so that very much grounds me and uh always i'm off my phone um like when i'm not working like i'm always just like trying to do things that are that are good for me and like trying to figure out who's davis on camera who's davis off camera um and like how do those two people merge together because Mm -hmm. i'm very much myself on camera and but I'm always, but I'm more energetic on camera. Yes. But when I'm not on camera, I'm m- much more chill. So it's like I've talked with this in therapy. I'm like, who am I like off and on camera? Because people say I'm the same. People say I'm different. Like, what is it? And she was like saying, she's like, let's think of it this way. Like when you're not on camera, you're Davis. When you're on camera, you're Davis with an exclamation point. Yeah. I'm like, that is literally so true because – I, I, when you're on camera, of course you're going to perform, and mm-hmm. you know you want to hit a one-liner and be kind of funny. When when you're off, you know you, you're more chill. So I'm always like, I've, I'm glad that I learned that when I did because I've, I've, I know, like how to handle this whole job and career. Yeah, no, I think people can sniff out authenticity, but I also understand that struggle of like, oh, sometimes like I don't, when I'm off camera, like I just want to sit in my room and like watch a movie and I'm not like watching the movie and also like doing the tap dance the whole time I mean sometimes if it is like hairspray or cats or something yeah maybe and if there is a glass of wine yes yes but I had that struggle too but I love how your therapist said it's like you're totally yourself because I can feel that just like being here watch that's why that is why you have been successful is because of your authenticity but it is okay to be able to like 
be calm and, and like go it like internally take a deep breath, but you, yeah, that's not what people like are interested in seeing always, Mm -hmm. but both are you. Both are me. Yeah. Yeah. I love to recharge. NetCredit is here to say yes because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Real change happens when you're consistent and achieving the hair of your dreams is no exception. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to your hair routine has never been easier so you actually see the results you've always wanted. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency, y'all. With a monthly subscription to Grow Hair Serum, Vegamore makes it easy to stay consistent. Plus, you save more and never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. For the best results, use a minimum three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Hair Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. You guys know I love Vegamore so much. I have seen so much improvement in my hair because of using their products. They really are that great. Um, I like the Grow Hair Serum because I can use it on my hair when it's wet or dry. So it just helps me stay consistent depending on if it's a wash day or not. Elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash Hannah B and use code Hannah B at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash Hannah B. Use code Hannah B to save 20% on your first First order. I wanted to do an Ask Davis What's Poppin', so I just want to ask you a few uh, okay. questions. Yeah, let's okay. do it. We already talked about hot take, but what is your hot take? Oh, hot take. All condiments suck. What? Yeah. No. You don't like sauce? Ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce, relish, mayonnaise. Um, I'm freaking just, out. The list goes on and on. I hate it all. That's my hot take. What? Oh my gosh. French fries taste so much better with just like the potato and the salt. Like I'm telling you. I am not okay with that. I I totally disagree. But you live your life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with my choices. And also like less calories, and you can like eat way more potatoes. There so we go. Good for you. <laughs> I am such a sauce girl. Like I. The other day we made these like taco hamburger things and I got to like create the sauce as like a Big Mac sauce. And, and you're like mixing the sauce. All the things. So like it would have been your worst nightmare. Yeah, no, I have, I have, I actually it's like kind of a little bit of a phobia thing. I don't even know what it is. Like my friends will be eating ketchup next to me. I'm like, don't get it on my fries. Like, get away from it. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. I understand mayonnaise, but never heard ketchup, mm-hmm. mustard. Well, if you had, fuck, Mary kill, condiments edition. Fuck, Mary kill, <laughs> condiments. Oh my God. Okay. Kill ketchup. It's just never going to happen with me. Kill. Mary. Is guacamole a sauce? Would you? We'll, we'll, we'll take Mary it. Mary guacamole. That's the only like dip sauce thing that I'm obsessed with. I have avocado on everything. Okay. I love it. That's a new discovery. That's about like we're about two years into the avocado okay. phase and he, he I love it. <laughs> I, um, can I tell you that I thought that avocados were a new um 
like a new discovery because I'm from Alabama. <laughs> this and new so thing. It's avocados like, are actually if, if if avocados were to have a birthplace, they probably do. It would be LA for sure. But I mean, it wasn't. It was like college, maybe high school. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this stuff? I never had what? an avocado before. It's really. I mean, that is Alabama for you. So I get okay. Mary guacamole. Um, Fuck. Yes. Fuck is like a one and done kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what are some sauces? Like, fuck. I could do, maybe I could. Like an aioli, well, like mayo. I, or... I would fuck aioli. Okay. Because I will like, okay, so here's the thing. Like, if if, if I'm ordering fries and a little aioli's on the side, I'll do one dip of the just fry to, and the aioli just, just to, to try, try it. it. And I'm like, it, it doesn't taste that bad, but I just rather not. Okay. So that's that's what that's kind of what a fuck is. It's a one night stand. You know, I do it one time, I'm done. Bye, see ya. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, okay, that's great. Fuck Mary Kill Taylor Swift eras. Okay. Kill Evermore. I honestly <laughs> The yeah, girls I agree. come after me for that, but it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I like folklore. Evermore is hard. Yeah. I love folklore. Um Mary nineteen eighty nine. Call me a fake Swifty. Call me basic. I don't care. It's a great album. I love every single song, and I will listen to it over and over and over again. And then fuck, just because it's kind of like bad girl era reputation, and I just feel like so like mysterious and cool and edgy when I listen to that album. I I love those answers. I don't know what my. I think mine would be. I think Mary. I love Midnight's. I'm loving it. I feel like it's so smart, but it also has those like 1989 mm-hmm. vibes to it, yeah. which was like my favorite. It's good. Folklore is also, I, yeah, I can understand Kill Evermore. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Everything. But if I had to pick one. <laughs> like, I love her. <laughs> All of them. Like Cardigan Willow, those are great. But like if I had to like take one out, it'd be that one. Um, Mary, Midnight's. And then when you said, like, fuck reputation, I, I'm like, I could kind of get down with that. Or 1989, because um, they're both great. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That's, I got it. I'm not doing this. What's popping fast enough. Okay. Uh, how much does your outfit cost? I love when you ask Oh, that. my God. How much does your outfit cost from head to toe? Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, the shoes are Doc Martin loafers. They're about 145 The socks are Under Armour, literally $20. Um which is kind of expensive for socks. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> they're they're packed. They come good, in a pack. Yeah, good good socks. I am wearing, I lost all my luggage in Barcelona this summer. And so no. the pants that I'm wearing are the ones that I bought on my last resort at a little vintage shop because I had nothing else to wear. And I love them. They're, and they're pink. They're pink, right? they're pink basketball them. shorts. I think so they're so cute. cute. And then this shirt was, I think, like $50. Are you a thrifter? I used to be a huge thrifter. I'm really into vintage now. Like I okay. really love Me like, curated vintage and like finding things that like no one else has. I'm the same way. Have you been to Paris? Yes. Okay. I there's this one place in Paris that I'm like, I spend all my money in this place because I know there's just like good stuff there, and it, you feel cool. Oh, it was so cool. Where'd you get that? Oh, vintage. You can't. You can't have, have it. it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm unique. You'll never have this. Um, uh, I, 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 when I was actually in Paris uh, in February, I, I uh, got these uh, 2005 Prada um, swim shorts. And I'm like obsessed with like saying that they're from 2005. And so like I was wearing them the other day at the beach, and this one of my friends was like, "Oh my god, where did you get those Prada swimsuits?" I'm like, "Oh, what what, what are those swimsuits? Where, where's that swimsuit from?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Prada, 2005." And she was like, <laughs> "Okay, I didn't need to know the year." I'm like, "But I just wanted to say I'm sorry." <laughs> I I love that. Um, what is your fashion ick? 
fashion ick. So many. Oh my oh God. God. If I'm wearing it, don't say that. No, no, no. <laughs> fashion ick, honestly, right now. I'm like looking around. I don't want to be mean. Um, I'm really not into bucket hats really right now. Were you ever into bucket hats? Never. I actually was. Actually was. Yes, I was. Like three years ago into it. Okay. Also another one like checkered print, unless it's on a shoe. Like not a like, a, like a, a gigum? What, you, what's no, that? not a gigum. You know, like, like checkered. Like real checker. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Checkered. Not really into that. Like skinny, skinny, skinny jeans. Hate. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm really not into like matching sweatsuits in public anymore. I'm kind of over that too. Like I would say. It's I, because I'm, we did it. We did it. Dress so a, much. I think dress a little cuter for the airport, but still comfortable, but like a little cute. I agree. I always wear jeans and like a comfy shirt, but I like to make jeans. sure. You're pushing it with the jeans, girl. <laughs> jeans. But they're like the ones that are like four sizes too big okay. that are like comfy. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not wearing like anything that's uncomfortable. But yeah, I, I look, I've struck up some conversations with strangers and they probably were looking what I was wearing and I was wearing jeans and they were like. Oh, she means business. This girl means business. She's not wearing a matching I mean, her, she is asleep with a, a stuffed animal, and she has a sleeping mask on. Her mouth is just, like, completely open, and she is. <laughs> is she dead? I don't know, but she's wearing jeans, so she, she looks we're going to help fabulous. her out. I'm gonna, I, like, fall asleep immediately on the plane. Okay. What is one thing that you could do today that will make for a better tomorrow? Oh my God, I love that. Ah, okay. <laughs> what can I do today to make for a better tomorrow? I think read my book tonight before bed for at least like 10, 15 minutes. I love to read. Oh my God. But this summer, I have not been reading at all. And I have this book I've been reading forever. I want to finish it. What's the book? It's called Red, White, Red, White, and Royal Blue. The first son of the United States. His mom is the president. And the prince of England. They fall in love. It's a gay love story. Um, I'm a big reader too. So I love to hear what people are reading. Fiction? I like everything. I love a memoir. Yeah. I think reading fiction before you go to bed instead of like a Mm self-help something is really smart because it just kind of like it's the last thing you think about when you put your head on the yeah i mean maybe not like a murder mystery but i do that sometimes Mm -hmm. but it just like gets you i think it can be really easy to be on your phone to be thinking about work constantly so just like take yourself to like a different world, different dimension. It is the best. I do think that that can help for a better tomorrow. So I love your answer. Best I feeling. love that you're reading. Yes, I'm, I'm a part of the reading community. I love that. Me too. I, I can, I read all, all types of things too, but I think I am partial to fiction nice. because my mind. <laughs> Thank you so much, Davis, for coming on today. It means so much to me. I'm so excited for all the things that you're doing. Um, for everyone who maybe is on the cusp of being lame, make sure you have TikTok and you f- start following what's popping so that you can be unlame. <laughs> Seriously. That's so nice. Thank you for having me, Hannah. This was so fun. I really appreciate you. You're such a star and you have the best hair. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Better Tomorrow is produced by me, Hannah Brown, and Legos Creative. Our producer is Andrew Stalmer. Our show is recorded, engineered, and edited by the Legos Creative team. 
Remember to follow Better Tomorrow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss the next episode. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps and shows your support. You can follow me on socials at Hannah Brown and you can stay updated on all things Better Tomorrow on our Instagram at Better Tomorrow and our TikTok Better Tomorrow podcast. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. <laughs> 